0: life, sex, goals and oh hell knows. This is midlife craving. Okay, we're back. And before we get started on the slut protocols, I want you said something <laughs> and you were like I'm I'm boring. You're not boring. And then you also to you want to explore but you're scared to explore. Let's let, let's talk about that. I want to help you.
1: And I don't want to say that I'm scared cuz I don't think I'm scared. My ex and I had a very a great sex life. Um and we were very we started to teeter into more exploration. That's when I got the sex swing and all mm. the toys and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But you know, to get on a different level, like I like how do I I don't even know how I would put myself out there. To a man and be like, do this. I kind of want to just be like, I want to meet a man that has those qualities and wants (laughs) that. And then, like, pull me into it. So Not necessarily make me do it, but get me excited to do it.
0: I understand the submissive thing and having someone else be in charge and and direct you to all those things. I agree. I'm the same way. But also, you have to give – like, we're talking about, like, the energy. You have to give that – curiosity you know i'm curious or i'm excited when i talk about this like do you share that with them uh well i haven't had
1: too much sex with men like that Mm. lately to even have that opportunity yeah but if a man had if a man were like that i would so when you were talking about
0: and listen i I, it's like pizza right like i mean i've had i have had bad sex before but it's mostly i mean (sighs) Now you get my mind. I swear to God, like I, I'm thinking of a million things right now. Vanilla sex agreed; it can be boring, especially if it's like routinely the with same the same vanilla thing and same before person. bed. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but I feel like maybe try to try to take a like a next level approach. In person before you start getting into the bedroom and maybe you can even use like my show as an example like oh my gosh I've learned so much from this podcaster or, or I learned about the slept protocols or I you know what I mean like start talking about it and, and talking about and putting out those kinky uh, you know colorful vibes because I feel like I attract Amazing, wild, crazy partners because that's what I'm putting out.
1: But I think I feel like you attract. You have this ability to attract or find and vet these men that are able to be respectful and open. I try. (laughs)
0: Listen, uh, I I I fail a lot. Let's like little yachty. But you have
1: success. Yeah, I can't even imagine anyone in my circle right now or anyone that I have met in the last maybe year that I would even want to explore with man how do we get you there like the the last guy i was dating um he listened to the show that i was on Mm -hmm. and he was like you have to stay away from my butt and i'm like well that's no fun (laughs) yeah like like, just
0: the finger it's all right you know for me and listen i have i have some non-negotiables but i'm also open i'm like I'll try it, and if I like it, I'll do it again. If I don't, then I
1: won't. Yeah, like I, I I'm just very curious. Yeah, but I need, I, 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 I am seeking that person to help me open that. It's not that I'm not open. But I shouldn't yeah. say that, but.
0: To... But also, I want to say something. Do you have a fantasy list?
1: No. I, I want you to one? make one. I want I'll, you... I'll text it to you later.
0: Yes, I want you to make one, and that's a great way to share with your partner and get things moving right like hey you can even share the note with your partner and be like let's start knocking some shit off the list and then start randomly adding shit and see what he says about it you know what i mean yeah and i also feel like i cannot because i'll cheat like i cannot settle for vanilla I, I can't and i'm also very vocal about that like and i i say monogamy is not for me it will never be for me, and I finally have accepted that at forty years old. But I feel like I'm constantly reiterating that and talking about it. And I not when you accept it, and then you preach it, and then you also practice it, it becomes a thing. I think that's I think that's why I track the partners that I do. Yeah, it, you're gonna get some hate. You're gonna get some pushback. You're gonna get some. You're a slut. You're a whore, especially from like people in the world out there um, when they find that out. But it fuck them like i I, i'm having amazing sex yeah i don't don't care about that yeah Yeah.
1: um but maybe it's it's but to be fair i'm also not out there like like actively seeking and looking i just wanted to kind of just follow my lap (laughs) like you said knock on my door (laughs) if you're listening
0: come and knock on my door yeah i know i hear you i hear you i know I will say another thing, too, that I don't think about. Because you said, like, you attract... The, like, my show is a, a massive gateway for me. That's how I met almost all of my partners, really. I mean, seriously. Baywatch, everyone in the lifestyle. But I did meet the Dr. B Cassidy. I met uh, Hot Dog on Field. You know? So Field might be a good thing for you. Yeah. Give it another whirl.
1: Yeah. I'm going to do, yeah. do another month of it. We'll
0: see. Yeah, let's see. Okay. I would like to... I'll join it with you. I'll join it for real this time, too. Like, I'll pay for it. Because I think that's a key. You need to see the matches. Yes. Like, they're so... I like
1: to be incognito on there so that I can... Oh, smart. So I can look. Yes. And match them. Because yeah. otherwise, there's just too many likes to see I know, see-through. it is. Mm-hmm.
0: So. Yeah. I know. My one friend, she was like, Adrian, you have like 2,500 people you need. <laughs> I'm like, uh... Yeah, I was like, you do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, But I've had issues with bots on field. Like mm. a lot of people that just aren't fucking real. Yeah. Which is annoying. I haven't come across that just yet. Be careful. And another thing, like, don't send them fucking nudes. My no, male friend was using Field and he sent a dick pic and she was like, if you don't pay me $10,000 or whatever, I'm gonna send this dick pic to all your family on Facebook and all kinds of shit. He was like, it's a scam. He was like, fuck Field. Like, I was like, why are you sending dick pics? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, I wanna have him on the show so bad too. Mm. You talk about kink. He is next level. He's got girl. Girl. You need to
1: introduce me to some of these he men.
0: He is. Oh, my God. He Do the honestly, Lord's work here. I, <laughs> I'm out here, too, trying to find it, let me tell you. Um, but so make a list. That's a good homework assignment for you. And then share it with your partner. That, like, gets things moving. Because, listen, if you don't use your words, you don't communicate to them that you want to be Dora the Explorer, they're not going to know.
1: You know. I think there's also a sense of, like... Like back to your point where, you know, I was like, I don't care what people say. But then it's, it is like, maybe you'll go through this in your 12 step process, but it's like, I don't want to come across as easy. Cause I'm not easy. Well, I enjoy we're gonna talk sex about, and sex positive, but I'm not easy.
0: I feel like you can, you're going to very much relate to, I, I'm an ethical slut. That's what I say I am. Yeah. Uh, I'm not easy. I'm actually really fucking picky. You know, it's a, big misconception especially in the lifestyle oh you fuck everybody oh throw the keys in the you know fishbowl and everybody that is not the way it is at all whatsoever yeah there's a everything is heavily heavily consented you have to have direct connections yeses right like there's out, out of out of our group i like it's a very very small field of people that i play with you know what i mean and it's like that out in the world too. Yes, I'm sex positive. Yeah, I'm always exuding sex. Like my friend who came out to me, can you teach me how to eat pussy better? Like, you know, uh it's I'm very open and sex positive when it comes to that stuff. But when it comes to partners, I'm picky. Yeah. So I am slutty for sure, but ethically I require consent. I require mm-hmm. respect. So
1: you make that for yourself. Yeah by the way. I want all I want all those things. I want the it's, respect is the big one. Yeah. And if you it's not because I'm still a person. I'm just not someone you're fucking.
0: Right. And it's and I don't think for anybody that would say you were easy, it would be somebody that's ignorant that was saying that. Right. Yeah. And and I get that all you're you know and I like the word slut. I think we should change the narrative around the word that word cuz I am a slut, but I'm an ethical one. Um actually I actually have the book upstairs, The Ethical Slut. It was a great read. You should read that this summer. Okay. It's a really good read. Um that's definitely the way I define myself and I'm probably I mean I'm the furthest thing from easy. Mm-hmm. Picky as fuck. Yeah, I tell people that all the time. I'm so picky.
1: Me and you have the same type too, which is circle. <laughs> people, are, I'm like, I like. We them gotta tall. be fighting. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like them tall. My friends are like, you're like five foot. Everyone's tall. I'm
0: like, no. Not you tall know, enough. I've I used to have. I used to like the tall, dark, handsome thing. I like guys that are like my height now because they're the ones. I, I shouldn't. say Oh my god, I, I'm not saying everybody, but from my experience, uh five nine, five ten. Five eleven, big fucking dicks, big dicks. I swear to God, I swear to fucking God, it's a thing. Five ten, fucking baby's arm holding an apple. I'm like, wow. Oh my god. People like Doctor B and my Dom and other, you know, they're anomalies. Okay, like these like six five dudes with big cocks. Yeah, no. Okay, I just cut you off. I had I had to tell you some <laughs> insider information. You know to see if I I wish I could share that kind of
1: stuff. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway,
0: I forgot what we were talking about because I had I had to give you that um.
1: Uh, it's 5'9 to 5'11 Have big dicks Yeah
0: I, I love a fight. Yeah
1: Pack and heat mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway So but no But we like the
1: scruffy face Scruffy face I love like that a like rough around the edges Yes But pretty boy Yep mm-hmm. Fucking put that backwards hat on <gasps> I Oh my god I, If a backward hat I'm the like flooded right now I was just thinking of Girl
0: that. I'm the same exact fucking way That's so funny you say that The backward hat Yes
1: mm-hmm. I know I love that Oh fuck better if they're in like golf golf attire goodness you
0: like golf you know i like i don't really care i'm I'm trying to think if i'm i I guess i do kind of like like preppy yeah
1: i like the pretty boys but also a little country a little rough
0: i also like i feel like i'm always like dating guys that are like fishermen (laughs) guys that are like on boats and shit um but I, you know, my one of my biggest, like one of my things I love so much, and I really want to reenact this. Um, God, I would love to date like a, like a country boy, and like he's like working in the fucking hay. Ba- he's in the fucking um, what is it called of uh, the fucking uh, barn? I yeah, know. yeah, yeah, the barn. He's, yeah, he's yeah, he's like in the fucking barn all day, and he's been sweating. He's really fucking sweaty, and he smells not stinky, but like you know, Sweat. he's been sweating. Yeah, and oh my, I want to like lick every. Fucking crevasse that he has, <laughs> the crevices, everything that he has. and I just want to like destroy him and roll around in hay. Yeah, like that's I, I love that.
1: That sounds pretty mm-hmm. hot.
0: And I love like the, the scruffy face to me is my number one. I, that's a weakness. Yeah. In fact, when I'm dating somebody, I will tell them like, Hey, don't please come here with a couple days. I need like I need the shadow.
1: Yeah. And On the dating apps, I hate it when they have pictures of them unshaven or with a beard and without a beard. And yeah, I'm like, are you bearded now or not? Because I want the bearded version. True, true. <laughs> and you know what? Because <laughs> I don't want you. Um... You know what's weird? Something that's
0: weird. I like a mustache. Oh, <laughs> I think it's the firefighter thing. I I like like a fireman with like the mustache. I like that face.
1: It depends on the guy. If he's looking like a rooster from Top Gun, I'm all about it.
0: Yeah, I, I don't like like the big. And I also I, mean, it's, I don't like big beards. Ew. No, it has to be
1: the t- the high the, and tight. Yeah,
0: yes. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's get into, so make your, you're going to make your list. Yeah. I'll check it twice. Okay. <laughs> all right. Let's get into the slept protocols. I'm so excited to teach you this because especially if you really are looking for that friends with benefits um, and you don't want to cross those feelings or he likes to call them imprinting. Um, this is a surefire way. And this to is also out of book. No, this is so. This is Reed's casual sex protocols. You can go to his website, Read About Sex, R E I D, about sex.com, to get it yourself. Or you can just Google Slut Protocols or Casual Sex Protocols. It pulls right up. Okay. It's a PDF, very easy. Screenshot it, put it on your phone, keep it, print it, put it next to your bed for a Bible, whatever the fuck. But this, this seriously is a surefire way to not catch feels to um, mitigate imprinting or, you know what I mean? Okay, so here they are. Uh, I love to share that, like, one of the things that he says is, the problem is, is no one takes their casual sex seriously enough. Like, I love that. I'm like, yeah, that's a really good statement. So he says, if you're in a friends with benefits situation, hooking up, playing the field, or if you're in an open relationship, like, ethically non-monogamous, and you want to stay casual, listen up. Because these are Reed's 12 categories to have great sex and mitigate emotional imprinting or falling in love, even subconsciously when you're not trying to. Okay. He also gives a disclaimer at the end of his website, which cracks me up. And he says, use these protocols for good, never for evil. Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This protocol, protocol number one is limit sex to once a month. What? I know. I know. I know. But he says, you know, it's really hard for people to fall and stay in love if you're only having sex every 28 to 30 days. He says for some folks, you know, sex twice a month can work, especially if you follow every other protocol. Uh, but the more frequently you have sex with the same person, especially great sex, the closer you are to having a relationship, whether you're calling it that or not. Okay, so he says, um, if you're having sex with a lover more than twice a week, you are definitely having a relationship, in my expert opinion.
1: I can see that.
0: I know, but I want to have sex more than twice a week. I don't want to do it fuck. once a month. I know, but he says you could do two if you That's follow. Even the rules. Not I enough. know, I know, but girl, this is this okay, this is the way. <laughs> I think I could have sex once a week and not catch feelings. So maybe we have to find two friends with benefits and fuck them. Twice a month each And follow (laughs) That's four times a month Which still sounds low I know But it's Okay Here we go Here's uh, Casual sex Work already (laughs) (laughs) Casual sex protocol Number two this is what I agree with limit how you stay in contact or communicate with them. So and he says, you know, this can vary, very much person to person, but be conscious of how you're staying in touch with your lovers or hookups. So if you have a friends with benefit situation, you're already friends, and you already have a regular routine of like seeing each other, communicating regularly, whatever. Um, there's a good chance you can keep that up. Right. If you already had the friendship before. However, if you are sexting, texting, calling, hanging out every other day or several times a week and you you weren't doing that before, then you're subconsciously moving yourself into relationship mode. So I kind of I really agree with this because you're not going to be talking every day. You're not going to be sharing about your week. You're not going to be keeping them up to date with like things that are going on in your life. That's relationship territory, right? I struggle with that because I like chatting. But that uh, that's uh, he's very right. Like, I don't get deep, but I like to chat. Subconsciously, though, like slips you into a relationship feel.
1: I can see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So you got to be really careful with that. Um, he says, if you find yourself Facebook stalking or upset that your lover, you know, you don't see each other enough or, you know, you're, conf- you're like upset that he didn't text back right away. He's like, you know, realize that you're unintentionally becoming like they're becoming your dopamine dealer that Mm. like when your brain is on and he says which means your imprinting trigger has been flipped you are high on brain cocaine and looking for your next fix and let me tell you something you know those brain drugs
1: that yeah
0: they will fuck you up we were just talking about like our little scenarios and yeah uh you gotta be real careful with that so be careful how much you talk and like, it's true. Like you're, you're conversating back and forth. You're having a lot of fun and then you get that text and you get excited. That's dopamine hit.
1: I love that.
0: I know, but it's, See, it's, I love imprinting. that,
1: but I don't, I know, but then I don't, I want it just for that. I don't want it, anything else beyond that.
0: You just gotta be careful how much you do it. Yeah. So that's, that's slept protocol number two. Okay. This is a tough one. Like, it's funny cause I'm like reading these and I'm like, oh, I broke every rule with Baywatch I and I it w- worked out. I know, every but time. every time there are people that I do follow this with and it works. I, I I keep hot dog there. Right. Like I don't talk to him all the time. Um, I'll even say to him, like, oh, I'll hit you up in two weeks. And I like stop it. Right. And I, I won't see him more than like once a month Um, because I, I got to follow those protocols. I just have to. And it creates that distance. It just does. Yeah. So it does work. All right. Here's number three don't do sleepovers.
1: Oh, I don't do that anyway.
0: I don't really do sleepovers either, but I did with Baywatch. Um, so I mean, there's always going to be an exception to the rule, but he says waking up next to someone you've had sex with the night before can flip that imprinting switch real quick. Um, and I you know, it worked with Baywatch, but again, I think that's like that's and that's an anomaly. And cuz this is the next protocol. Are you ready? Because mm-hmm. And this is where I think things really, the sleepovers are a problem. Casual sex protocol number four, beware the morning sex. Beware of morning sex. Okay. He says, if you are your lovers imprint easily, having an unintentional sleepover, um, you know, you have sex till late in the night and it's like this more practical to crash in each other's bed. Right. And you accidentally fall asleep together and boom, it's morning time. Realize that banging each other the next morning can flip that your dreamy switch and trigger imprinting. I agree with this for sure. And I will tell you, even with Baywatch, there were times where I'm like, are we like, Do I like him? Like, do I like him? Like, there were there was that for sure. And it was definitely the closeness because we would hang out together and then go to dinner together and then fuck all night and then wake up and fuck in the morning and we would have brunch and then we would watch football or whatever. And that was definitely toe in a line. Yeah, that sounds like
1: a relationship.
0: Yeah, but it but it wasn't because we did have that distance that was like once a month. Yeah. So it's it's a it's it's a play of like all these different protocols. But I agree with this protocol. I fucking hate the protocol because I love morning sex. Yeah. So that's a fucking problem. So maybe if you have a fuck buddy, just be like, hey, you want to come over at 8 in the morning or whatever? <laughs> like, I want that
1: morning sex.
0: But I love waking up and fucking. It's the best part of waking up. It's the best way to wake up.
1: I don't like sleepovers, but sometimes I crave having someone sleep with me.
0: I don't like sleepovers either. I, I don't like someone sleeping with me at all. I just like fucking.
1: Well, there's both
0: and before and, and then the next morning. I like fucking the night in the middle of the night and then the next morning.
1: Yeah. Sometimes I'm just like, who can I call it? Just come and cuddle and hug me.
0: I don't understand that life, but I can <laughs> I can I can uh, visual, I can see it <laughs> when I have sleepovers. If I ever do, I'm always like, good night. And I'm on the complete other side. I don't like cuddling. I love cuddling. Oh, I sh- I need to be more like that. I need to. A- That's my defense mechanism. I don't like getting close.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that intimacy. I. That's what I crave right now. Mm.
0: I crave that too, but not in that way. I don't
1: want it too much, but just enough.
0: Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. So, all right, number four. Beware of the sleepover. We don't really <laughs> do that anyway. Yeah. Rarely. <laughs> okay. Casual sex protocol number five: No trips or weekend getaways together.
1: Oh, see, but what if you're looking for someone? Because I like to travel by myself, but sometimes I'm like, well, it would be great to have like just a friend that I I know, like travel with. But then we can also have sex while traveling, and that's the best kind of sex.
0: I love hotel sex, uninhibited sex. Yeah. Reed says no. Okay,
1: (laughs) is Reed single? He says. He says,
0: I'm sure he is. He's practicing all these protocols with multiple women. He's living, he's thriving. Um, He says, long weekends and trips together by their nature include sleepovers and morning sex. Danger, danger, danger. Going away on a trip with the lover, having several days of sex, lots of pillow talk, sharing meals together, waking up next to each other, equals dating and having a relationship. Okay, he gives, he gives this warning. He says, disregard protocols one through four at your own peril because it's a perfect recipe for falling in love or having someone fall in love with you. You've been warned. Uh, that's tough like and I, I but it's true though fucking more than once a week doing sleepovers um, having morning sex vacationing like it's you know
1: yeah mm,
0: I know it's it's a major dagger but this is what works okay <laughs> and it's funny because Dr. B was always like let's do a weekend let's do a weekend let's do a weekend and I was like no we're gonna get too close you know what I mean yeah that's a, That sounds like a relationship. Although it sounds so much fucking fun. It
1: is so much fun. It's like that
0: companionship is nice. Right?
1: Like, but hey, you want to go to New
0: Orleans this weekend? Or, what are you doing this week? Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're both kid-free and you're like, let's fucking roll. I know. Yeah. Okay. I love this protocol. This is probably my favorite protocol of all that he has. <laughs> all right. Casual sex protocol number six. Explore group sex. He said, it sounds crazy, but threesomes, foursomes, and moresomes, highly recommend moresomes, um, change and diffuse imprinting triggers. He said, I'm not saying that three ways and orgies will solve all the world's problems. I think it would. (laughs) Um, But if you suffer from falling in love easily and you don't want to be in a relationship right now, finding a few good people to explore group sex with or by attending a well-run play party might just do the trick. And I completely agree with that for sure. That's one of the things that I would love to explore group play with a partner. Like I'm really, I'm really wanting to do that. And um, it definitely like keeps things, it would, it, would, it would diffuse the situation for sure, right? Because you're exploring with others, you're sharing with others. Yeah. I don't know.
1: But I love I would that idea. I worry that it would desensitize me and then that's just what I want all the time. Let's talk about that. Like, you, I mean, we, we talked about this before where like it's kind of, made you numb is that what you said or something like that where yeah I felt
0: disconnected disconnected
1: and I would just I think it would just I'm so closed off that it would make me even more closed off I feel like it's everything in moderation right
0: like a diet like you got to have a sex diet like everything's in moderation when I have too many threesomes or too much group play in a row in a row I feel disconnected when I have tons of one-on-one play and like feelings are getting involved and someone's telling me they want to see more whatever I'm like oh my god get me in a threesome um I don't know, but I will say this once you have once you've done it and you love it, I will not be able to live without it. Mm -hmm. When I talk about how monogamy is not for me, like, you know, ethical non-monogamy and being in an open relationship is the only future I can see for myself. And it's because I've enjoyed and explored and exposed myself to that so much, you know? Yeah. I really think you should try it, though. Yeah. I feel like every—I I, mean—I feel like everyone. I feel like everyone should serve tables at some point in their life, and everyone should fucking <laughs> do group sex just to see, because it's a very liberating experience. By the way, it really is. It's intriguing in a good way. Yeah, and it's funny if you listen to my episode where I had you know Cat and Am's on. I think it was like episode seven. I don't even remember nine. It was forever ago. Um, I didn't even know what the lifestyle was. I was literally like my eyes were wide in this room with those two and I was like and I remember being out with them and I was I was like that's your husband that's her husband and I was like what the fuck it's so unconventional and I even remember feeling like man that was weird like that is weird right like how are you guys still friends like and I even asked Kat I go aren't you worried about your friendships and I completely understand it now. Like, I can't even believe I was confused or or had to ask questions before. I also think I would be too jealous. You I would... know, I'm not saying everything's perfect. I'm sure many people struggle with jealousy. The lifestyle has changed me. You know what? When we talk about things like guys texting me or it isn't the lifestyle has made me so fucking secure because I see the secure relationships. I see like such good examples in the group that I'm in. I feel like my jealousy has gone completely away now. Hmm. Isn't that weird? But also remember, I have not played with a partner like with I pay, play with Baywash and stuff. But I have not played with one a partner that I'm in love with. So yeah. I don't know what that would be like. But I think I'd be fine because I see it and it's just, it's so normal to me. Mm-hmm. But I never really thought about that before. Like the lifestyle really did take my jealousy away. It did the complete opposite for me. No. I swear. I, uh, I don't know. So, and I do know some of my friends have been very open with me and they've given like my one friend gave me this book about jealousy and stuff. And she was like, I struggled. She's like, and she's, she's like, I still struggle. Um, so I, I don't, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but, uh, I feel like it changed me for the better when it came, when it comes to that stuff. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Cause I, I will be, I will be doing this, but I do feel like, I feel like you would love it. I feel like you would be like ding ding you would jump right in I'm telling you <laughs> especially because it's not it's it's just about being open and you're very open and you're you, you know what I mean like you are just
1: you I don't know how to I split. do worry I would worry that what if I didn't have this connection because I need the connection in chemistry you have to have that right everybody. So what if I don't have it when if I can't if, you, you know. won't do it I you just, won't do then it I just sit there
0: so okay, re- remember, like, we're having conversations outside of the bedroom with clothes on first.
1: All right. All right. You do those meetups. and
0: Right. Yeah. Like you're you're listen, the people that I've played with, I've seen them and gotten to know them for months. Right. Um, I've I, I'm like, oh, my God, I've been to so many events. Like, that's the thing I like about this group that I'm involved in is that we do a lot of vanilla stuff together uh, from concerts to happy hours to you know, weekends and getaways. Um, I mean, I traveled with many of them um, and majority of them I have never played with. But then when I went to a room um, with a couple that I was familiar with and then a couple that I wasn't, but I had known them, I had been to shows with them and events and happy hours and I've seen them at parties and stuff. I'm like, oh my God, I I know and love you guys. Let's go. You -hmm. know what I mean? You build those relationships outside of the bedroom and you better be having those conversations before Right? right. And I've turned people down. There's been no's for me. It's hard. Ams always instills use your motherfucking words. Yeah. And I think about that. I tell her that all the time. Like I always use my words because of you. Um, so that's key. Yeah. For sure. Um, I see again, like I feel like it's this everybody fucks everybody. There's no you're ha- that's not the way it is at all. And so like when you say, What do I do? Just do nothing, you wouldn't even get to the point where you were even in that room. I see. Okay. Yeah. So you would have and listen, like even let's say we went to a happy hour, like a meet and greet. You're going to know immediately. I have a connection with them. I have a connection with them. I have a connection with them. Like you know right away. Yeah. It's just like any, any other dating scene. Yeah. You know. And then there's people that I've I have grown and gotten to build connections with that weren't there originally. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of gone both ways. I like that. Yeah. So it's a lot of fun. all right let's get back to these protocols um and i will if you want to go check out a meet and greet you're more than welcome anytime so just let me know okay all right so number seven i like this one too and this is what we should be doing by the way get your sexual needs and social needs from several sources or people Okay, so he says, having several lovers and regular masturbation practice, fuck yes, and getting your social needs met from non lovers. These are things that can go a long way towards helping you and others create healthy, thriving relationships from casual hookups to friends with benefits and beyond diversity in how and from whom you get your needs met keeps you from putting pressure on one single person. And I agree with that. Like, and let's think about that. Like I have like my guy friends that I party with and have fun with and shoot the shit with. And then I have Katina who I get my gym fix and I work out and get my mind and body right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I, you know, will fuck hot dog and then fuck young blood. And it, and like then I have the lifestyle circle. So I feel like I'm I'm doing very I'm, well. I'm rounded. rocking number seven pretty good. Yeah. Only thing I'm missing is I, I want that like one on one primary partner. Um, but that's a really good thing to do. If you're practicing, you know, the sex, you know, the, the slut protocols and you don't want to imprint or catch feelings for anybody,
1: that's a great rule yeah. to follow. Get you, and, and like, think I about think that. Even in a healthy relationship, that's well, not the multiple partners and whatever, if you're in a relationship, but just having your own circles and your own social things. It's very true. And I, I hate the word roster. I hate
0: that. But if, if, if I think about it, I have had like three regulars on my roster, but like my dom, who was like my... That's I, I get my submissive fix. I get to be a total brat with him. He gets me and it's mind blowing. Amazing fucking sex. Right. And then Youngblood, who's fun. And we get to play that the games together. I get that out of him. And then Hot Dog is a straightforward, lots of fun, good sex, good vibes. Like so in, in a way, I kind of am practicing that. Um, I just think I'm ready to move towards more with somebody right but when you're practicing these protocols it works Mm -hmm. i'm telling you this has really helped me in the last two years because i wasn't looking for that for a long time okay number eight talk openly about what's working for you and what's not build into your sluttiest and most casual of hookups that everyone can talk openly about what's going on for them he says trust me on this it makes for better sex healthier hookups and less drama and I completely agree, but I feel like I need to use my words more mm-hmm. with this. I get, I don't want to hurt anybody. So, and, and I'll share this, like, for instance, hot dog, we were talking about, and he was like, Adrian, you know, I want more. I want to see you more or whatever. And I was like, oh God, like, I don't want to hurt him. And I, I need to use my, I need to use my words more in that regard and be like, no. That's not what this is. Like that's not gonna work for me. If it doesn't work for you, that's like let me know and we can just move forward. Um, I need to get better at that. I don't do well with confrontations and relationships mm-hmm. in the real world and business. Oh my god, I'm a boss bitch. I I don't give. I I fuck anybody up. Like my boss actually. Um, he's like, oh, I just love having you by my side because you do all my dirty work. Like I don't mind doing shit like that in the, in the world. When it comes to interpersonal relationships, I struggle with that. I don't want to yeah. hurt anybody. You yeah. know, like when you think about that, do you feel like you're comfortable really talking? No.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's why I ghost half of people. I, oh, you're a ghost. I am a ghost. I'm, not I'm trying, a ghost-er. I'm trying to be so much better about it. Really, I'm trying, you to, should. trying to use my words, but sometimes it's just deserved. But I do. But I try, especially when I don't have a connection with someone, I kind of have the same generic you're a great time, I had a great time, but this is just not the connection I'm looking for right now. And honestly, the get, best.
0: get to that point. And I, like, I'm a big fan of that. And I actually shared on my Instagram a couple of months ago, I went on this first date with this guy. He was great. He was awesome. And he was so cool. And there's nothing there. Like mm-hmm. I remember sitting there and I was like, Fuck, like nothing's there. Like I don't even want to this like there's zero connection for me whatsoever. And when I told him he was like he was so fucking mature about it, he was like, Can you tell me ways that I could have like me and I'm like, no, it's not you. It's straight up me. Mm-hmm. There's just nothing there. But it made me feel better. Like, imagine if I I don't want to ghost him make him feel like shit or lie to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or drag or waste his time, you know? Yeah. So I'm a big fan of like that, like Lil Yachty, who was like blocked me before i can even respond No, yeah like let's i don't know i'm not a big fan of ghosting now if a guy's disrespectful and like fucking um rude and deserves it that's different Uh,
1: usually they're they're passive in some sort of way and so i'm just like i don't even have the energy to respond to this yeah or there's no reason yeah like i'm not going to entertain it because i just i can feel and i can tell it's going to be a continual thing and it's just just gonna keep coming back with something and I'm gonna I'm gonna get mad and I'm gonna have to go back with something and it's just Mm -hmm. the back and forth sometimes it's just not worth it for me yeah like it gets combative when it shouldn't have to be
0: oh I don't deal with that
1: and I don't like it and so I think it maybe it's just dependent on the person that I would ghost or not yeah hmm
0: (laughs) I just I just I feel like I just don't I just
1: because I can't just sit here and bite my tongue
0: yeah it's wild out there, but I'm just—I'm not a big fan of ghosting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I am trying to get a lot better about it, <laughs> honestly.
0: I appreciate your odyssey, though. <laughs> I'm a ghoster. Yeah. Okay. Casual sex protocol number nine, and I love this. Thank your lover <laughs> within 24 hours of the sex they have with you. Big fan of yeah. this. In fact, one of my pro tips is... I like to send um, sexcapade recaps. Mm -hmm. It's super hot and a lot of fun. I used to do it with Dr. B all the time. Uh, Now that I'm looking back on it, I've kind of like distanced myself a little bit from that. Uh, I need to get back into that. But it's it makes everybody feel good. And then also it's a great way to tell your partner like indirectly, hey, I like when you do this. And it makes it makes them want to do it more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I always
1: send the thank you for spending time with me today or tonight or something. But I think that's too intimate, right?
0: Yeah. I don't if you're trying to have like if you're trying to have uh casual sex. Mm-hmm. That's too intimate. That sounds like, yeah. Spending time is different. Mine is like the way you fucking choked me when you <laughs> bent me over and then took that tie and tied around my neck and fucked my brains out. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's my kind of thank you. Um, You you can sense emotion, no emotion, right? Yeah, Yeah. matter of fact. Thank you for your time. Like, yeah. So change that. I will. There you go. See, I I told you, slut protocols be good.
1: Oh, terrible slut.
0: (laughs) No, you're gonna get better. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Casual sex protocol number ten: always be practicing your safer sex protocols. Cannot stress this enough. Okay, like. He says, you got to have your safe sex elevator speech conversation before sex. Always use condoms for penetrative sex and get tested at least twice a year. I get tested four times a year. Um, But I would say twice is a minimum. Okay, like why aren't people getting tested? more? it's uh, like I, I refuse to even fuck with anybody. I'm like, when's the last time you were tested? And I can tell I'm like. I want to see. Because you can screenshot that shit now. Like, mm-hmm. let me see. And I have no fucking problem asking for that, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, it, Like, little Yachty, even. Like, we started discussing fucking or whatever. And I was like, when's the last time you got tested? And he was like, oh, I get tested all the time at work. Well, show me. I want to see. Because here's my results from March. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, this, if And if also, if someone's balking at that, I'm out. That's a problem. Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 no. Um. And then he says, you know, have sex with people who do one through three as well. Like they're doing all those things too. And then they notify you if you test positive or something. And that's exactly what I did. Like when I got HPV, you know, I, I knew that at type 16. I reached out to all of my partners and I said, hey, this happened. Um, You know, you might want to go get a pap. And I know everybody has HPV and most of us kick it out of our system. Or if you had the vaccine, that is the strain that is prevented. But, you know, I told everybody because that's what a fucking – respectful you know an adult does and by the way you shouldn't be in only adults should be in the bedroom like i I can't deal with that Mm -hmm. but um yeah so safe sex for sure and he says if you aren't doing this you have zero business having casual sex that is all yeah and i agree okay and i've had guys by the way that are like i'm good i'm not worried about nothing no that's not good enough for me
1: yeah Um, You gotta wrap that shit up.
0: I mean, seriously, and there are, but there are times, like actually, um, hot dog and I, a condom fell off, Mm -hmm. and we were fucking, and he was like, "Oh my god, the condom just fell off, and it like jammed up inside of me," and I was like, "Well, there we go, right? Like that's everything." So, um, it's a big deal. Safe sex is a big fucking deal, Uh, and it's. I I understand, like you have to go to the doctors, you but you can even order. STI tests online now Mm -hmm. right Um, But I just go I don't know I just cannot stress That enough (laughs) and I'm not fucking Anybody who has any issues with That yeah you know anyways Okay so casual sex protocol number 11 Respect people's privacy This is where I fuck up a little bit. But he says, (laughs) bragging or gossiping isn't sexy or cool. If you're excited about the sex you're having and want to tell the world, I'm like, (laughs) um, please ask your lovers if it's okay for you to share and how best you can leave them feeling respected. Um, And listen, I tell all of my partners, they know I have a show. I try not to get into too many details. And um, I feel like this rule was written for me. (laughs) but I do get consent my partners do know and like Lil Yachty was like I don't want to be a part of a podcast I don't want to be a subject in your podcast well you knew about this before mm-hmm. like you know what I mean and I tell people like I kiss and tell you know um, not every detail and I think I do it in a respectful way and I try really hard to keep things as private as possible yeah. um, but I like to kiss and tell so <laughs> fuck you read <laughs> That's one I do not agree with, but I guess he's saying in a respectable way. Yeah. I agree. That would suck if like someone's like, "Oh, she let me do. It. She put me on this milk and table," you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah.
1: See, that's what I'm also also worried about. That's why trying to find someone that's respectful is like so important.
0: H- absolutely, like. You know, when I shared that story, I shared it on TikTok about like the send me nudes right now. People were like, "You dodged a bullet with that guy." Like that's, you know what I mean? Because that's that you have to pay attention to those red flags, Mm -hmm. and they come in early. By the way, like you know, they what? They come in early. Yeah, yeah. Okay, number twelve. We're there. (laughs) Okay, leave the campsite better than you found it. So he means, he says, after reading these protocols, you should understand by now that the casual sex protocols aren't just about getting laid. You know, getting laid and leaving a trail of drama and upset in your wake means you're doing it wrong. These protocols are built on the foundation that sex and pleasure are good things, things that can be shared consciously and that enhance life more than just taking away. For this reason, if having sex with someone isn't going to... In quote, Leave their campsite better than you found it. Then kindly decline decline from sexy time. It's not worth getting laid if you're upsetting people. Be the person that leaves smiles and orgasms in their wake. Be that person in the world. And that's what he yeah. says. <laughs> it's true. It is. You know what I mean? Like, if and by the way, I feel like I'm so allergic to drama anymore. Ugh! Like I was t- talking to you about like that, like push and even like the push and pull games. Yeah. Like I'm like, this feels like drama. Yeah, it feels like that.
1: And then some people, I feel some people are going through like their healing stage or they're just a little broken right now. I don't want to fuck with that I know, because I don't want to hurt their feelings. Yeah. They just don't know what they're doing and they're going to catch feelings because they're vulnerable right now.
0: Yes. We talked about like people who are fresh out of a divorce. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. God, you know, we all are in some way cycling around. Like, are you hurt right now? Are you healing right now? Are you... You know, in a in a in a healed space, you know what
1: I mean? Like, yeah. And I feel like people don't take the time to do that, by the way. No. And I can
0: tell I'm like, mm this feels broken.
1: Yeah. I never think I don't think that anyone's ever healed, but you have to be always trying to heal.
0: Yeah. Agreed. Because it's, it's always something. Yeah, we're all out here trying to make it and make the best with what we've dealt with. Mm-hmm. And I always tell Katina, you know, you live and then you learn. And if you don't learn those lessons, you're doomed to repeat them over and over in the future. But a lot of people can't grasp that. And I think accountability is a huge thing. Like, I've made plenty of mistakes. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't like having that accountability that helps them heal and move on. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's rough. It is. And I I can almost sense it. Like, I can sense different stages that people are in, you know?
1: Mm -hmm. Hmm.
0: And I'm not perfect. I'm far from that. Oh, Um, neither.
1: I I find that I will be healed or I think I am healed. And then a month goes by and some shit happens and I'm like three steps back. mm -hmm. And then the next week I'm like two steps forward. So it's always this back and forth. Yeah. But that's why that constant work on yourself every day is so key it
0: really is yeah I I agree with you and I have found myself since I started working on myself and I've shared a lot of that on my show in the last two years it also like it changes not only people you date but the people you surround yourself with too like friends that are really miserable in a situation or they're struggling in some certain way
1: I find myself distancing I do too yeah I do too. I have lots of friends that, you know, they go through breakups and they always tend to come to me because I'm also single. Mm-hmm. You know, single Misery Loves Company or whatever. Yes. Yes. But I, I can, I'll be there to help you pick up the pieces. But I, I, when it comes to the point where it's making me Go down, like feel down for myself because of your situation triggers my situation. I I always distance myself.
0: Absolutely, it goes the other way too. So when I was miserable in a relationship, I had lots of friends that were miserable in relationships. Yeah, and we all doom and gloomed. Yeah, it was so negative. Get better. You got to break away. Yeah, and what's funny, I don't surround. I don't. I don't even talk to anybody anymore in that circle because I'm not in that place anymore. Yeah, and I'm not saying I'm better. I just, I, and I'm not saying I'm leveling up. I'm just, I'm leveling out. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you can feel that shit, Yeah, you know? Okay. I want to share something that I read the other day on TikTok. Cause I was like, it's, it sounds ridiculous, but I was like, this is some profound shit. Like there <laughs> is a healed side of TikTok. Okay. And, I, and I'm on there. Okay. So it says why, like the word, why stands for who hurt you and also who helped you and then what healed you. And he said, you know, when you answer those questions, then you'll find your purpose. And I was like, (laughs) Uh and I was like, damn, like, that's so true. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and you have to, you, everybody goes through these things. Like we're not, every single person is going to have someone that hurts them. Yeah. Someone that helps them, someone that heals them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, It was interesting to think about. All right. So we talked about all the slut protocols, limiting sex to once a month. Tough. I know. But then you got to have, that's why you got to have multiple partners. Yeah. Okay. All right. Limit how you stay in contact or communicate with them. Don't do sleepovers. Beware of the morning sex. <laughs> no trips, my and no trips or weekend getaways together. Explore group sex, which I love. Get your sexual and social needs met from several sources or people. I, I love that. In life and in general, I agree with that. Um, talk openly about what's working for you and what's not. Thank folks within 24 hours for the sex they're having with you. Always be practicing your safer sex protocols. Respect people's privacy and leave the campsite better than you found it. Yeah. So these are good tips. I like them. Good protocols. And it's something to be mindful about. You know what I mean? And I I feel like even if you just revolve a few of them around, it will help you from the imprinting or, you know, subconsciously falling into a relationship if you don't want one. Yeah. Right? Uh, something to think about
1: and it oh, yeah. it does work it does work i feel like it's really helped me in the last I few years. i need help on um number 2 the communication because i if i like you enough to fuck you all the time <sighs> I, I want to chat, but, but he says if you've
0: already been friends before, so just befriend your <laughs> just befriend <laughs> them first. Have that communication boundaries established, yeah. and then just keep them the same moving
1: forward. Yeah, because I just sometimes I just want to shoot the shit if I'm bored at night. No, I know I like What's it up? too.
0: I like the I, listen. I like the attention too. Um, I love bantering. I love like I love like the funny talks and stuff like that. Yeah. Like I would love to talk to Hot Dog all the time. He's fucking hysterical. I mean, he's he's a riot, um, but I don't want to get too close. So you yeah. can't, you know. Yeah. OK, so like me and you, like over this episode in the last episode, where we're talking about dating and stuff like we're out here fighting the good fight, you know, <laughs> and like we need to move forward. We're going to find our ways to move forward. And I think just acknowledging how weird this phase is and it really is. This, I like. I look around the room and I'm like, are we all fucked up? Like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. You know, but just acknowledging it and accepting it like and finding ways to learn and grow and move forward. Like we're out here doing it. Yeah. Like, we are. But I do want to share a pro tip with you that I have fucked up on in every past relationship, <sighs> even up until the last guy that I talked to. What is that? And it is. Do not discuss your past, like your traumas. Like, do not discuss, you know, the last guy cheated on me and then this guy took advantage of me and then I was in a relationship with an alcoholic and then, you know, my ex-husband doesn't do anything or whatever. Do not discuss that.
1: Yeah, I do not. I do. I'm like a vault.
0: Oh, you're doing it right. I'm fucking up because it gives them a blueprint on what you'll tolerate.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think I learned that from my ex who was cheating on me all the time. He like he would be so caring and want to know, like, who hurt you or Mm -hmm. like all this stuff. And I think he really used that to manipulate me. Yes.
0: And so and so now I'm
1: very mindful of what I share with somebody until I trust them.
0: So I was thinking I'm just going to be like. My excuse for everything moving... I'm just going to be like, oh, we just grew apart. He treated me so well. He was such a good guy. Because that shows the standard that I'm used to. And it will make them level up. You know what I'm saying? And I remember on this first date, this guy was like, so you've never had a guy be nice to you? Like, you've never been, like, taken care of. And I was like, well, that's embarrassing. But I just fucking shared all of that, right? Like like I said to you, like I sometimes think to myself, have I ever really been loved? Like truly like the the love that I give was that reciprocated. I don't think so. Yeah. And why am I telling anybody that? (laughs) So if you're out there sharing oversharing like that, talking about your traumas, because I felt like I'm just keeping it real. I want to be authentic. I want to really, you know, I'm open about my struggles and whatever. And um, no,
1: I just think it's, it's, Bad if it gets into the wrong hands.
0: Yeah, you learned. See, you learned that lesson. I have not yet, and I so I'm stopping myself. Yeah, that's something I've
1: done. But then, on but at the same time, I think there has to be a good balance because I've been told that I'm too, too aloof and too cold hearted, and it's hard to get to know me because of that. Mm. But it's just something I I'm not ready to discuss and talk about until I I trust you enough.
0: Well, maybe there's other ways to open up instead of looking in the rearview mirror look in the windshield what what is what is ahead of me not what is from what is from my past that's i've struggled with that i never really realized that until like he literally was just like so no nobody no guys ever really treated you good then huh and i'm like god that sounds fucking terrible yeah and i just told him i allow that behavior or i've allowed that in the past and i don't ever want to deal with that again you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like oh let me give this girl the bare minimum because she'll accept it she's done it before yeah that's yeah. what she's used to. So, yes. So, that's a huge thing I'm changing moving forward. That's great. And we will see. We'll see how things go. Let's um let's meet back up in a few months like I want to hear about your field, okay. trials and tribulations. I'm going to down I'm going to re-download it. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm
1: going to have a very conscious effort to to really do it.
0: Something else I heard is that if you're single and you're looking, you should never be home. You should just be out I'm all always the time. out. I'm always out. I have I just I,
1: I guess there's just nobody out there.
0: (laughs) They need to come knock on our door. I feel like when I'm out, though, I'm with friends. and I'm usually with a lot of guys. That might be a place that's intimidating for me to meet somebody. But I'm always scoping. If I see somebody I like, I'm going to go talk to them. Oh, me too.
1: Maybe I just need to put myself
0: out there more. Yeah. Ugh. I got to get up. Got to get out the house.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then I have my no-go zones. Like, I'm not fucking anybody at work. Fuck Mm -hmm. no. I'm not fucking anybody at the gym. Uh, I'm not fucking anybody that lives in my neighborhood or goes to my regular haunts. Yeah. Oh, so that narrows that down too. I got to get
1: outside of my comfort zone. Yeah, that's why I really enjoyed like yeah, getting here, out of town. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, I got to work on changed that. my
1: app this weekend because I'm going to be out in this area. So I changed it to see the the Ooh. talent out here. Uh, there's a lot of good looking men out here. On field? No, on hinge. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I can do that app. Yeah. It's like a free... I don't subscribe to it or anything, but... Yeah, I just...
0: What would I even say on there? Likes to fuck all my friends. (laughs) Um, Pineapple tastes delicious. Like, what do I say? I I don't know. I feel like... Isn't Hinge more for, like, people that want to get married and shit? Like, they are really looking for a relationship?
1: Isn't that like the... Maybe, but it's really... Bumble's the one where the girl reaches out first. Oh, Which I fucking hate that one because I just get lazy. Mm. And I'll forget um, to reach out. Hinge is okay, but really, I just someone says I'll match with somebody, and they'll say hi, and I just don't want to talk. <laughs> so I'm like, why am I even on a dating app?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I I hate dating apps. It's really hard for me. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's really tough. But I would love to find someone to consistently date. Me too. Yeah, yeah. I
0: want a friend to benefits. I think. Yeah, and a cash. I want like I want that consistent. Cock. That's yeah. all I want. And you know, I was actually telling Uncle Mo about this the other day. I was like, why? Because he's having, it's the same thing the other way around, by the way. Like, he's like, this girl, he's like, he's like, can you find me a woman that doesn't have daddy issues? And I was like, fuck you. Because, like, I. <laughs> I'm like, I have daddy issues. Like he was like, that's all I've been dealing with lately. He's like in these unhealed women. And then he's like, then I have a girl who will refuse to ever come to me. I always have to go to her. And it's just, it's always one thing or another. I swear to God. Yeah. And it's for, it's for both.
1: Yeah. I I hear it too from my, my guy friends. Yeah.
0: So I get it. It's crazy. We're not alone. We're all just, but like, I'm, I'm going to put out into the universe. I'm going to have a better attitude. I'm going to put myself out there more. Yeah. I really need to do that. And um. And I feel like I'm really narrowing. I'm finally starting to narrow down like what I want. Yeah. Um. So hopefully, it comes to fruition. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like, yeah. I put my out. I put myself out there, but I need to be better about being more intentional about how I put myself out there. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, I really need to hone in on what I am really looking for. Because like just talking to you today, I'm like I'm all over the place. I say I want a fuck buddy, and then I say I want friends with benefits, and then I want some intimacy. <laughs> I just want it all. Without the commitment. But then at some days I want that commitment. I know. Because I want to feel that safe. I want to feel safe and loved. I know. And I also, I don't, I
0: don't want to be played. I have yeah. a lot of issues with, I don't like looking dumb. I don't like falling for shit. So I fucking hate games. I hate smoking mirrors. I hate feeling insecure at all regarding anything. Yeah. Um, I want everything on the up and up. Yeah, same. And and you listen, I, I agree with you. I feel like I'm all over the place, too. And, and then I get in like a mood where I'm like, you know, like I got, I got pissed off this week and I'm like, fuck that. Like, I'm just sticking to the lifestyle. I'm not even fucking around. Yeah. But then it's like, oh, I wish I can get laid this week, yeah. you know?
1: Yeah, because I don't know what I really want. I don't like anything that I have or get. I <laughs>
0: And I think it's it's really, really tough because, God, you know, first comes love, then comes marriage then comes baby and baby carriage. And then what? Nobody fucking talks about that (laughs) shit. And we're out here and there's a lot of us out here in that phase. And uh, it's tough because when you're younger, that's the end game. You have that you have that fucking that trail mark, right, where you're like, okay, by this time we should be engaged and by this time we should be married and by Mm -hmm. this time we should be having kids. By this, there is, there's no more, like, that marker is moving along, but it's, there's no, there's no note. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and I do know, I don't want to get married, and I, I I'm not going to have any more children, and so, those are both off the table for me. So, and especially, me, we talked about the young guys, that's impossible for us. Yeah, And so, yeah, it's I rough. like
1: the young guys, not necessarily because they're young, I like them because they're fun.
0: I agree, Completely.
1: They're yes. open-minded. They're fun. Yep. So if I could just find someone in their forties that is just young at heart, fun, but has healed. their shit together—that's what I
0: think. I think that's a big part of it. Is he like the young ones? They aren't damaged yet. Yeah. <laughs> we talk about shopping in the dented can aisle. That's more for the forties. Yeah. Like the, the like, you know what I mean? They haven't been like divorced. They're just box drama free. Yeah. The young, ones. but they're also a little bit. Too loose. Yeah. And too all over the fucking place. And like, I, I, I tell you, I'm like, call me when your balls drop. <laughs> like, fuck me. I can't deal with this shit. You know? Yeah. It's. And then I swear to God, my, I swear to God, I'm still doing this. And we're the same exact age. And I, I swear to God, I think to myself, I'm not fucking 41. I never Who's think I'm 41. I feel not like me. I'm 30. Age. I wasn't prepared for age to happen to me. That's not me. Yeah. Like. And it's fucking weird. I think when you have children, too, you see how old they are. You're like, fuck, how yeah. are they that old? Because I'm not that old. Yeah. Do I look that old? I I don't feel that old. I have a fucking 19-year-old. Like, oh, my God. That's fucking insane. He looks like my brother. How is, he does. How is that even possible? I don't know. Like, wanna. what happened? <laughs> like, just, man, you know, I've talked about on the show before, there's that Pink Floyd song when it's like, you didn't hear the starting gun, nobody told you to run. And it's like... Damn! Like ten years goes by, and it's fucking true. Mm-hmm. And what happened? I know I'm gonna be fifty in like a couple years. And I'm like, girl, all my friends fathom. are turning fifty. Everyone's turning
1: fifty. I can't even fathom turning fifty.
0: I, fifty to me feels like twenty now. I'm, everybody I know is turning fifty.
1: Yeah, and I'm like, you're not fucking fifty. Like, yeah. are you kidding me?
0: Ugh! It's this is I don't know. I know, <laughs> but you know what? At least we're out here. We're talking about it which is like thank you so much for sharing all of this with me like even talking to you today I feel normal I'm yeah. like, oh my god I'm not alone it's not just not me at all. and I know that like my listeners and people out there in the world they're in this fishbowl too and they're like what the fuck
1: you know yeah. um it's so hard to navigate it is it's nice to have others that are kind of in that same space to bullshit around with and talk about and-
0: yeah because people don't talk about it and, and it's like Life prepares you, like society prepares you for so many things, like marriage and having babies, like yeah. what to expect when you're expecting,
1: what to expect after divorce. I should write that book.
0: Yeah. Like buckle up, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> yeah. I'll talk to anyone about it. I will talk and talk and talk about it, but I won't sit and dwell on it if you're fucking depressed about it.
0: No, I agree with that. It but has I'm a healthy
1: conversation,
0: but there's no like they have all these like think about it, like support groups for people that are getting like, marriage counseling and even people that are going through divorce. But Nobody talks to you about what life is like when we're in this, like, like before it's like, I'm not, I'm not a girl, not yet a woman. What are we now? Like, we're not dying. Like that sounds, we're not in heaven's waiting room, but we're also not 21 anymore. Yeah. So what are we? I mean, mid age, right? Like middle aged. Uh, And it's a fucking wild ride. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm glad you guys are all here with me. (laughs) Riding shotgun because, uh man, it just feels good not to be alone, yeah. you know? So, all right. Again, I'm going to say where my listeners can follow you on Instagram, Miss Tangy, M-S-T-A-N-G-Y. Yep. Go follow her because your pictures are beautiful.
1: Thank and you. you do have a
0: lot of fun. I love how you travel alone. And um, let's see where the next, you know, six months takes us. Yeah. And then we'll come back and talk about
1: probably the No, we're not going to talk about the same shit. I, it's so funny because our conversation, what's last October, I feel is so different from our conversation today. It is. So it'll be exciting because we're in a different place even yeah. just from then. So it'll be fun to see what yep. we're up to next time. I agree. Thank you so much for being here. I love always
0: being Your here. You're a gem. You <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll see you guys. Um, You know what? I'm trying to sit here and think because I always like to say coming up. Uh, I don't know what's coming next. I think it's going to be, I'm finally going to have uh, my friend from TikTok. I don't know if he wants me to say his real name. So I'll, it's he's Viking um, and he's going to talk about sex after being locked up for six years in prison. So I'm dying to talk to him. Plus I really, I'm so attracted to him. I want to be like, do you want to come to Baltimore and just like record together and then fuck my brains out after? I've thought about throwing it out there, but I'm like, no, 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 no. But I think I am going to shoot my shot. I swear to God, like after we record, I'm going to wait hopefully he's not listening to this before we <laughs> record I'm going to shoot my shot by then and um, for real I really want to fuck him I really do I'll show you his TikTok account after this yeah. it's viking in training 11 I think is his thing or something like that I don't know but uh, or no viking mindset 11 that's what it is I should probably get that right hopefully he's on next or I don't know we'll we'll fuck around we'll find out we'll see <laughs> I'll see you guys in two weeks bye